Welcome to You're Not the Boss of Me. If you are determined to break glass ceilings and build it your way, this show is for you. I'm your host, Beth Graves, and I am obsessed with helping you to not just dream it, but make the plan, connect the dots, and create what you crave. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, bosses. Welcome back. We are in episode number 29. Oh my goodness. Time is just flying. So in this episode today, I am interviewing one of my new friends and an exceptional, extraordinary coach. Her name is Amy McNally, and she helps women achieve their income goals without sacrificing their sanity or their self-care. So she has a background in psychotherapy, and she has worked on helping women to reprogram their subconscious programming using tapping. And she's a successful entrepreneur as well. And she is just so knowledgeable and so good in this space. She's what we call a business therapist. So she has helped me personally overcome some obstacles and blocks using the EFT tapping technique. And I'm excited for you to hear from her today. And stay tuned at the end of the episode, and she has a special gift for you, which is a video download of one of her sessions for free, and you can grab that over in Camp Elevate. So let's get this party started. Here we are with Amy McNally. Okay, bosses, here we are. I have one of my new favorite friends, and her name is Amy McNally. You heard in the intro that she talks about all things money, how women, and do you work with men too or mostly women? I mostly work with women. Okay. So what I love about Amy, and I've done some personal sessions with her, is she gets rid of the money junk, the money clutter, these all of the things and the ickiness we have about why we're not making money, I would say. like That's my terminology. She's She's got a professional background. She'll talk about what she does. But when we have this episode, we've been talking about the daily method of operations, about getting to the guts of building your business. And Amy and I were just chatting about this the other day. And we decided that you can have all the strategy in the world, but if you don't overcome some of these big obstacles, then the business will never grow. So that is our topic today. We'll actually do some like live coaching on it. So Amy, share how you came into, you're working with a lot of women entrepreneurs and you're living in Hawaii. And I would stare at you guys, we're live in a video and She's got this beautiful pink background. And I'm thinking, this is this is it. I need to be in Hawaii doing a business like this. So share yes. your background. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. So first of all, thank you so much, Beth, for asking me to be on your podcast. I think I'm. it's just such an honor and I'm really excited to be here. And yes, thank you so much for that introduction. I think one of my f- absolute favorite things is helping female entrepreneurs specifically really increase their income. And I take a very, very different approach than a lot of coaches because, you know, there's a lot of strategy out there, which I think is fabulous, right? I think that we absolutely need the strategy. But the thing that Beth and I both really are in agreement on is that if you don't have your mindset in check, which is the thoughts, the emotions, the beliefs that you have around success, around yourself, around all the things that you're selling, you're going to self-sabotage. And so Beth and I can, we can riff on this all day long. And so we're super excited to bring this topic to you today. And, you know, I think that the reason I got started with this, as she mentioned, I have a professional background. I am a former marriage and family therapist, turned business coach for female entrepreneurs. And 
in my work as a therapist, I just saw so much where females were self-sabotaging, you know, in relationships and their health and their careers. And I wanted to be able to, to help the women in a way that I saw fit versus, you know, the way that like an insurance company wanted me to bill for. And I just, I felt really, really boxed in as a therapist. And so I decided to start my own coaching practice so that I could take all the skills and tools that I had and really translate that into helping them increase their income and their online business. Okay. So you guys, this is really cool. And also, can you explain, because I know we'll get into this, So you went from therapy into more of a life coaching role, but you bring tapping into it. So talk a little bit about what tapping is all about, and then we'll work through some of the massive objections or obstacles that that I have had myself in building my business, but that I see all the time in women that are listening to this podcast, or we speak specifically to network marketers, but we do have a lot of entrepreneurs, but basically it's sales, right? So talk about Do you want to talk about tapping now or do you want to bring it up later when we're talking about methods? No, we can absolutely talk about it now. So the the reason that I brought tapping into my coaching business is because it was something that I had used in my in my therapy practice with my clients. And it's interesting, I actually just got off a coaching call and we were talking about this. And and the reason that I, I started using tapping is because what I noticed with my therapy clients is that every week I was showing up and we were talking about the same things over and over and over. And it was just like, they were in this deep rut that no matter what I did, right. I was giving them school or skills. I was giving them techniques to try and they weren't getting over it. And so as a therapist, I started looking into additional modalities that I could use to really help them get past the trauma, get past the heartache, get past the negative emotions and blocks that they were experiencing which is where tapping came in. And there's, it's, it's amazing. And I'll, I'll share more about it, but there's science proven that it is actually more effective than just talk therapy. So I'm able to use it, you know, in conjunction with, with the coaching that I do, but in, in, in the studies have shown it's more effective. So for me, that's why I started using it. I started using it in my therapy practice and I noticed that they were having results like immediately in the sessions. So I knew I was onto something and I just, it's just amazing. I mean, you know, my love for tapping, but basically what it does is it clears any negative emotions, thoughts, programming, or beliefs that we have, whether that's about ourselves, whether that's about other people, whether that's about sales, right? Because we all have really mixed charged emotions around selling, right? We don't want to be salesy. We don't want to be sleazy. So tapping is a technique that you can use that will actually help you feel different about the thing that you're tapping on. Well, and the the interesting thing is, is I had heard about tapping and I was expecting it to be like this huge process. And when we did our session together, I got the video afterward and I I could literally I, I do it and I do it every single day. And since starting with the tapping, I've watched all of the blocks that I was experiencing start to be not come up for me as often. And that around with the affirmations and and the work, I was doing all the things. I was doing the affirmations and the thought downloads and all of the things, and I was still coming to these blocks. And so it's such a super simple thing to integrate. And so after we're done, I bet we can give them a resource that they can actually 
see one of your demonstrations for tapping and overcoming one of the obstacles. We didn't even talk about that, but I know that you have some resources out there that people would love to dive into. So let's get into this. What is when you do a lot of work around women that are pushing to take, like they have the action steps, right? We know in building a business that we've got to have more conversations. So we have the perfectly branded social media. We've got all this amazing content. We have belief in our product. We know that the business model works, but then it actually comes time to having that conversation, to doing a reach out, to see if someone wants to put up their hand. And suddenly we're like, oh, I can't do that. That that feels weird. It feels spammy. What will they think? So I think sometimes we make excuses that that's not how we should be building the business. When actually in sales, you absolutely positively have to be able to take it from, hey, that's a cute post to... I thought of you because what comes up for people when they actually have to start having that conversation with someone? Yeah, it's it's so interesting, right? Because again, it, and as we discussed in the beginning, you really need both the mindset and the strategy piece. So if they have the strategy, they have the blueprint, they know the steps that they're supposed to be taking every day. A lot of what I see coming up when it goes to make a post, right? Or it goes to have, you know, you, you go to build your, your list or to reach out or whatever that looks like, right? For your DMO, thoughts are coming up like, well, what are they going to say about me? right? What are they going to think about me? Well, what if they judge me because this is my second or third company and they, you know, they now think that I'm a, an MLM hopper. And it's like, they're just, we are projecting our own insecurities and our own potential beliefs like onto these other people, because the reality is we're not mind readers, right? We don't know what they're thinking or feeling on the other side of receiving our messages, but we make up all these stories Again, keyword stories because they're not true. And and then it keeps us from actually taking the action that we need to in our business. So again, I think a lot of it is just this false projection of like the worst case scenario of like, well, what if I post and nobody comments and then I look like a loser and then they're in like this downward spiral, right? Of like, well, I just failed publicly, right? A lot of people don't want to fail. So they're scared to put themselves out there. So tell me this, what are the three top issues when you talk with a female network marketer that's looking to have a six-figure breakthrough or looking to even have more than just grocery money each week. They have their, a couple of their friends and family with them. They might have a, a, some team members, but there's a big shift. And sometimes when I'm working with people, I can feel an energy. I'm, I don't know how to do what you do, which is break it apart. I can feel an energy about someone, a confidence and I know that they're going to go out there and really do it. There's not much that will hold them back. And then there's other people that I feel have serious doubts and disbeliefs mm-hmm. and some stop after they've had success. Like, what do you find are the top three things that you hear over and over again? That is such a good question. Okay. So I would, obvi- I would have to say, number one, their relationship with money is really skewed. And I can figure that out within minutes of talking to them just based on the language that they're using around money, right? Whether that is, you know, I spend too much or I don't have any in savings or I'm in so much debt, right? Or there's never enough money. Literally within minutes of me just asking a couple key questions, it, that's typically a huge block for people. So their money mindset is, is really, really skewed and needs a lot of work. I would say the second thing is honestly the belief and confidence component, which you started to speak to, because Again, if we don't believe in ourselves, it doesn't matter how much we believe in our product, 
It doesn't matter how much we believe in our company or our upline or the vision of what could be. If we don't have belief in ourselves to show up, we're going to self-sabotage and we're going to hold ourselves back, right? And again, that can look like not posting. That can look like not showing up. That can look like not building relationships, you know, doing all the things we know we need to do. If we're lacking belief in ourselves, we're not going to do it. And then I would say the third thing that I hear a lot is a lot of fear and not trusting themselves. And I'll elaborate on that a little bit, but I think because there's so many trainers out there and there's so many systems out there that people are really struggling with finding what works for them. And so they're, they're trying to take a little bit of trainer A style, and then they're trying to take a little bit of trainer B style, and they're try, trying to take a little bit of trainer C, and they're trying to like mesh it together and, and make it like some elaborate thing. And honestly, like they're overcomplicating it when in reality, if they could just stick with like one trainer, right, whether that's their upline or somebody else, it doesn't really matter. But the most important thing is that it has to feel good to them. You know, and and there are so many ways to build a network marketing business, and there are so many ways to increase your income that you get to choose, right? You get to choose what feels good to you because if you know if if you're following somebody whose system isn't in alignment with you, you're not going to do it. You're going to self sabotage. You're not right. It comes back to like this loop of like you're not going to show up. You're going to be afraid of what others are thinking of you, and you're going to lack the self-confidence that you need to, to run a successful business and to freaking be an amazing leader. Right. And I look at it as if, and I'm a good example of this. One week I'm into Pilates, the next week I go to yoga, the next week I go to cycle bar. And then I'm like back to my running routine and I'm not getting the results because I'm just hopping from thing to thing and I'm testing the waters. And so if I would say, okay, so I am going to commit to that Peloton every single day, then you are going to start to see results. And so let's work through this. Another, we talked about this before, let's work through when someone is having issues around, I can't afford it, there's never enough money, I'll never make money in this business, and nobody can afford this product that I know, like nobody has any money. So I always look at it and think, okay, our people, millions of people are buying this product, millions, and many For example, if my neighbor is buying the product, but the neighbor next door is saying, I can't afford it, that's obviously a decision this person is making. But I get all the time, I don't have the same friends you have, Beth. I have different friends. Nobody has money. My sister can't buy the product. So what do you do? What would, how would you work through if we were coaching and I was saying, Amy, no one can afford my product. No one. I can't make any sales because I can't afford it. I love this. I love this so much because it's, it comes up in network marketing all the time, right? So what I would do is I would first ask the person, I would say, okay, Beth, are you able to afford this product every month? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, great. Fantastic. So let me ask you this, Beth, what benefits have you experienced since using these products every month? Oh, I'm sleeping better at night. I, I don't have mental fog. I'm a nicer human being. Okay. I love that. So nicer human being, no mental fog. Do you think that those benefits would be enough for someone else to invest in? Well, yeah, Amy, but every time I say, they just tell me it's too expensive. Okay. Are you talking? Are you sharing? Are you promoting the benefits that they would get from using these products? 
So what happens is I go to reach out to them and they're like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to buy anything. Not this again. Okay, got it. So here's what I like to do with if in a position where you know that you can afford the products and you know that you're getting benefits from it, I like to really break the cost down because I think that, you know, there can be sticker shock value with some network marketing products, right? Because they are typically a higher investment than things that we would use at the drugstore. So I think it's important to figure out kind of the monthly cost of whatever your system is. So let's say, let's say it's a hundred dollars. Okay. I feel like that's, that's a pretty, a pretty generous investment, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So if we were to take that by 30 days in a month, that means you're spending $3 and 33 cents on a product to have every day. That is going to help you sleep better. It's going to help you be a nicer human being. So then I would ask them, I would say, do you think that these products are worth $3.33 a day? Well, I think they are, but I've got to find people that will believe me. And what if you were able to show up with the energy and the posture that they were absolutely crazy at $3 a day (laughs) wasn't worth them being a nicer human being? Yeah. And do you guys hear that? The posture and the energy around it. So I love that. So breaking down for, and, and many times it's more than one exposure. It's, it's not being afraid to go back and say, hey, I know that before there was a price objection and I felt the same way when I first looked into starting on this hair care. But after I was able to see the massive results, and so you're, you're sharing, I think, in my, in my strategy, is I'm continuing to inform and educate and validate the product and just touch base and give information. So I love that piece of it. Now, there's another, that's okay. There's another really quick thing I wanted to add to that too, is that there's the feel felt found formula, which I'm sure you've heard of. So it's like, I completely understand how you feel. I felt the same way, right? Because, and you started going into that, which is what reminded me of it. But here's what I have found, right? That spending $3 a day on supplements or hair care or whatever that is, has actually made me a nicer human being. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm a better businesswoman. All because I chose to invest $3 a day for myself, right? I forewent the, the, the daily lattes and instead invested that in something else. And, you know, I really think that the energy and posture around it is so powerful because as women, we're intimidated to sell. We, it's intimidating, right? Like, it's not like we were naturally born and bred to be saleswomen, but yet here we are, right? And, and the thing of it is when we're getting the money objections, it's typically because there's some inner work that we need to do around money. And so that's why when we were going through that process, I really tried to help the person see, wow, I'm only spending $3 a day and I'm getting this, this, and this out of it. Like, that's a no brainer. Right. But too many of us were focusing on, well, oh my gosh, it's a hundred dollars. And I can't, I can't possibly ask somebody to invest a hundred dollars. So it's like we have to shift the way that they're seeing it and thinking about it so that they can then show up with a different energy around it. I love that. And so what are some ways that if these things are coming up over and over and over again, what are some strategies to be able to have more posture, be able to have more confidence? I feel like six years in, I have learned posture. I have, and in the beginning, I just absolutely positively knew that because I'm someone that looks at a goal and says, okay, I'm going to do this today. 
And I borrowed stories from other people until I had my own. So that was one way. And I used a lot of third-party validation. But how does someone go? And I, I've, watched, I've watched women shift and I've watched women not shift. I've, and it's been sad for me because they just slowly stop showing up. So if you had to give someone an exercise that they were having a lack of confidence, not having the posture, doing a lot of kind of copy and paste 17 sentence messages that were getting no reaction, what would be the things that you would have them do to kind of warm up that muscle? Yeah, that's such a, gosh, you were just, you were really giving me these good questions today. I think first I I would take them through that exercise again to say like, what are the top three things that you have gained from these products, right? And again, it's it's a whole different conversation, which I'm totally happy to come back another time because it's like business partners, attracting business partners is really different than attracting customers mm-hmm. in my mind. The language is different. The ideal client is different. It's, it's, it's a totally different beast, so to speak. So if we're just focusing on the customer aspect, that's going to be selling the products. I would really ask them, what are the top three things that you have gained as a result of taking these products or using these products, right? And then from there, I would then ask them, where would you be if you didn't have these products? Like, what would your life look like if you didn't have them and you weren't using them? And I think that the reason that that is powerful is because if we can kind of put ourselves there, it's like, that's where the rest of the world is, right? That's where the people are that haven't yet experience the magic of the products that you offer are. And it's like, if I now feel like it's selfish if we don't share that with other people. Right. And it's, it's, it's not about a sale really, truly. It's, it's like sharing the gift of something that we use every day and we love and we're getting benefits from it. So I would ask them the top three benefits that they have experienced. I would ask them what their life would be like if the, if, if those products were yanked out of their life today and what would happen if they had to go back to whatever they were doing before, what that looked like. And then I would also, as cliche as it sounds, I would also have them anchor into like, why is this even important to you? Like, what, what is your bigger mission here? Like, why, why do you want to share them? You know, and because the reality is there are people who join network marketing who are just doing it for the discount, right? And that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And then there are those women who take it and turn it into a six-figure, seven-figure business and have major success. And I'll tell you what, nine times out of 10, it's because they had a powerful why. You know, it, it was beyond them. It was beyond like, oh, I'm taking it so that I can sleep better and be a nicer human. But it was like, no, I have to make this work. I have a, I have debt that I, I'm drowning in, right? And I can't even get a house mortgage because our credit is so bad, right? Like when, when you have a strong why, and again, I know it's cliche. I know we hear it all the time, but it's like anchoring into that is going to propel you forward and make you dig your feet in and do that DMO and, and do the inner work and, and not, not be scared of what people are thinking about you. Cause it's not about you in that instance, when you're sharing your products and you're reaching out and you're building your list and you're doing all the things, it's not about you right? It's, it's about changing the lives of others. And it's just a win-win because you get to have, you know, financial gain from that. Well, and I always say that you've got to always revisit that why, because when I first started, I shared this with you that I had never had the drive that I had because we were in a situation that I needed to step up and I had a huge why. And as soon as things became comfortable, I started to coast a little bit. 
And I had to, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I was at a, a retreat and one of the activities that we did was to, to drive these like little like SUV things ourselves, not SUVs, but ATVs. I, you know, I'm clutching onto it because we're on these skinny roads. And it wasn't until I was at the top, we were returning them and I didn't have a breakthrough and everybody was kind of like, we had done a lot of gratitude and a lot of inner work. And it was at the top of this big mountain that we are coming down that just tears started to come. And I realized what it was that I needed to work for next. And it was so clear. And I, and I think all of the work had led up to that. And it's, it's just continuing to do those thought downloads and to peel back the layers of the onion. And I know it sounds cliche and it's, I'll send you the picture because there was actually a picture taken of me from behind at that very moment. And it was, it was such a breakthrough. But it took me a couple of years. I had earned it all, done all the things, walked the stage. And then I thought, now okay, what? what now what? Yeah. And then I had to go through, and this is another podcast episode, how to manage that, that income, that money, that abundance, and treat it with respect and love and not try to get back. And that's like that lottery winner thing when you start to earn, right? So let's, let's shift a bit. So we talked about the psychology around the sales and practicing that posture, that muscle, and just getting to that it's not about you. It's about what problems you can solve for them. So we've talked about that piece. And I want to jump over to when women start to earn money, what starts to happen? Oh my gosh. Well, it's, and it's so funny, right? Because I, I teach something called Wealth Set Point. Okay. And so basically what this is, it is a programmed number that we feel comfortable earning. Okay. And so a lot of this stems from childhood, you know, we, and, and so it's a combination of like what our parents earned, what we saw them earn, what we felt comfortable with essentially. Right. And if you're wondering what is my wealth set point, just ask yourself, how much money am I making on average every month? There, there's your wealth set point. Boom. And everybody's is different, right? Mine is different from Beth's and, and yours is going to be different from ours. I mean, everybody has a different wealth set point. But what happens is when you start earning more money, and which is amazing, that's what we all want, right? You, you have to change your thoughts, emotions, and beliefs around it. And because otherwise, what's going to happen is you will actually create scenarios that cause you to spend that money. And it, it's so tricky that it can happen and you don't even realize it's happening. And, and I'll, I'll give you an example so you kind of understand this better. So I have a friend of mine who actually, I was helping her start her coaching business and she was doing phenomenal. She's, she's a therapist turned coach very much like myself. Um, so she was starting her coaching business. She was, she was making awesome traction, making connections. I mean, it was just, everything was clicking into place. And then once she started earning more money, she started attracting more bills. So like her dog had to um, like go to the emergency vet and then their vehicle broke down or you know, their tire. I mean, it was like event after event after event, which to her, she, she didn't even make those dots, right? She didn't even make the connections. But what happens is when we surpass that comfortable wealth step, it's comfortable, right? Think, think of it's, it's literally like a gauge on our, a temperature gauge in our house, right? Like we set the air conditioner, the AC on a certain thing, and it, it works to maintain that exact number. That's exactly how our wealth set point is working. So she surpassed that, right? She went past that number and it was like, nope. It was like a rubber band. It snapped her back with these unexpected bills 
that caused her that money to go away, essentially, right? And and Beth kind of alluded to this, you know, when people win the lottery, very often they spend it like astronomically fast. It's because they're not comfortable having that amount of money. It has way surpassed their wealth set point. So they're blowing it on cars and houses and boats and toys and trips and whatever. And it's like, if, if they just had the inner work to kind of like withhold that, which can absolutely be done, you can expand your wealth set point. I get that question all the time. Well, Amy, how do I make it bigger? How do I, how do I feel more comfortable with it? And it's a process, right? It's not something that happens overnight, but there's inner work to be done. There's incremental upgrades that you can start making to be comfortable with wealth, to be comfortable expanding, to be comfortable with the, the more luxuries, right? And so when you're comfortable with it and when you can reprogram that, you're able to then continually scale, right? But that's why you'll see some women who have amassed a large network marketing team and they're making a lot of money and they walk away from it or they self-sabotage and they stop recruiting and they don't understand why they were, you know, their team was on fire and now it's nothing. They get, they've, they've surpassed it. Right. And they didn't know how to expand that well set point. Well, and I've seen that even when I watch people that walk away from a company right about the time they're ready to have that breakthrough rank or they, and they start to find things wrong with like the, the details of, oh, well, that that's just not for me. I'm not aligned with that. I can't stick around anymore when nothing has really changed. And I mean, you see this in marriages too, that suddenly this person, that the person hasn't changed at all. So I always talk about getting back into a gratitude practice and having like, even today, I always remind we get paid on Tuesdays and I always, and, and tell me how, how we can even expand this further. But every single time I open that commission report, I will say a gratitude blessing and then ask for more. Like I'm grateful for this and more abundance comes effortlessly and easily to me. So when you talk about that practice and energy and you and I are both a bit woo. So I know that I can hear you listeners out there going, wait a minute. She can't control that that car broke down and the dog went to the vet and that that bill came in. And I've watched it happen both ways in my life. So can you explain a little bit how that could happen? How all of a sudden outside events that seemingly are out of our control can start to take stage and suddenly the money we're earning and we're right back to that set point unless we do something to break that pattern. Yeah. So it's interesting because stick, stick with me here, guys. Energy is everything, right? Energy is everything. So she started making more money. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with the same example that we we're using with the car and, and the dog. She started making more money. And I guarantee you, she started having inner thoughts, right? Thoughts like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Oh my gosh, people are paying me money. Oh my gosh, am I going to be able to deliver on this? Right? Like all these things were going through her mind and it created doubt, right? And the thing is, energy doesn't lie. So I like to teach it. It's like a boomerang, right? So whatever we're feeling, we're sending that out as a boomerang. And when it comes back to us, it's going to bring us more experiences. This is really woo guys, stay with me, that are on that same energy pattern. Okay. So she got scared essentially, right? And her thoughts sent out the boomerang of fear, right? Fear, 
fear and like scarcity of like, can I do this? Is this going to be enough? Is this going to keep happening? Like, is this, you know, just all the things that we as women experience. So she brought back situations to say, okay, you're scared. You're not sure you can do this. Like, let me, let me give you some tests, right? Like, let me give you some speed bumps in the road. And what happens, I've seen it time and time again, sometimes these speed bumps are enough to derail you. And they say, well, that took out all my savings. So now I don't have enough to join my network marketing team or whatever, right? Like, again, they're stories. They're just things that we're telling ourselves. It doesn't even mean that they're true, but it's our energy. It's, and that's why the work that I do, it always comes back to how are, like, what are the things you're saying to yourself, right? How are you feeling, right? Because on the surface, oh, I'm making more money. That's cool. But it's like, nope, let's dig a little bit deeper, right? Like, how are you really feeling about that? right? Like what would your mom say if she knew that you were making more money? Like what would your best friend say if she, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, actually like, I'm kind of terrified if my mom knew maybe she would want money from me. Right. And it's just like all these little ways that we can self-sabotage because at the end of the day, a lot of us aren't comfortable being wealthy and we're not comfortable increasing our income because of all these other external things, right? Like, am I going to have to pay for this? Am I, I honestly, This just came to me. I've worked with so many women who are terrified of like taxes, right? Well, if I make more money, then I'm going to have to pay more in taxes or I'm going to have to deal with taxes and da, da, da. That that is a perfect example of something who has self-sabotage network marketers, right? They're they're afraid to make more money because of something silly like taxes. And it's like, right. And it's, it's it's so interesting because the minute that I invested in having someone do like, I, I do, I don't do things I suck at. And so that's a book that I love. And the minute that I invested in, first of all, understanding my business structure, understanding my profit and my loss, understanding how I could actually outsource and make more time for the things that I'm good at. And suddenly and and paid quarterly taxes with and and happily did it because I had plenty of money to do it all of a sudden the income started to come my way and so we do a lot of work in our free group and so many resources around energy and creating just that positive flow because I look at it like this you know when a when you just you wake up in a bad mood everything's off. Everything Mm -hmm. feels off. Your fight, the dog is annoying you. The kids are annoying you. Maybe your husband's annoying you. That's just a low vibration. And it's just like exercise, right? You can literally tell by having a conversation with me, if you were around me for five days, if I had been doing my meditation, my journaling, my gratitude, and all of my affirmation work, you would be able to tell. Just like if I ate a crappy meal, that a Big Mac and large fries and a Coke, how terrible I would feel. So we have to fuel our energy. And so with that, and we're, we're going to have to do another episode. And I also know that Amy and I are going to be announcing some really cool things we're going to partner with and do together to take strategy and then bring in all of the, you've got the strategy, now what? So that you can raise that energy, raise your vibration, and also work through those obstacles. So we're going to be making some announcements about that and how you can have more access to Amy. She also works privately with clients and we'll, we'll share that with you as well. But as we wrap this up and, and we will bring Amy back, I promise, because you guys are like, this is like getting to the middle of the book and then not understanding how it ends. If we were to walk away today and someone's like, okay, I feel this. I feel like things are a little bit like I'm the woman 
that is attracting the dog getting sick, the the backpack getting lost, the that all of the clutter is taking over the negative space. What would be some strategies that people could walk away with today that could help to raise that vibration and energy and that and the positive flow of money would start again to come their way? I love this. Okay. So first of all, you have to acknowledge it, right? Because again, and when I say acknowledge it, acknowledge that your energy is off because so many of us, you know, the example you use, you get up, right? Maybe you wake up late and then your kids are on your nerves and the dog did this and and it's like this downward spiral, right? So sometimes we are so enmeshed in that that it's hard for us to even stop for five seconds and say, whoa, I'm in a really funky energy right now. So step one is is honestly just truly acknowledging it, which is powerful because we don't always take the time to do that. I think step two, I use something called the emotional guidance scale. So I can give that to you. It's just, it's a free resource. I didn't create it. It's just something I refer to with my clients. And it basically helps them see there's negative feelings, right? Lower energy feelings. And then there's higher vibration feelings. And so it's a, it's a wonderful visual for them to see, okay, how am I feeling right now? Right? So step one is acknowledging like, Ooh, this, I I don't like what's going on. I'm attracting icky stuff to me. Step two, I really, I like them to visually look at this chart and see, okay, I'm feeling anger or I'm feeling frustration or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling jealousy or whatever that is to actually visually see, wow. Like, I think there's like maybe 20, there's, I think 20 some emotions on there. So there's a lot. And what I, what I ask them to do, I I like for them to pick where they're at. And then I say, okay, what's the next, what's the next best feeling? Like, what's the next step up? Because so often I think people, you know, especially in the woo woo space and manifestation, a law of attraction, we know that we have to be happy to attract, right? We know that, but it's like, oh, how do I get there, right? And and it's so freaking hard to go from anger to like, oh, my life is great today, right? So it's like I teach them to reach for that next best feeling, right? Don't I'm not I'm not asking you to go from zero to a hundred. I'm asking you to just make one step forward, right? And sometimes just consciously acknowledging, like, okay, wow, I'm really low, and I want to shift it, like. You know what I mean? Reaching for the next thought. And then the third thing, no surprise here, I always teach my clients to bring in some tapping. And the reason being is that it's immediately going to send calming signals to your brain, right? So typically when we're frustrated, when we're overwhelmed, when we're feeling those lower vibrations, those lower energies, we're, we're in a downward spiral, right? So if we start tapping in that moment, and even if you're tapping just to say, I'm so frustrated right now, everything's going wrong. I hate today, you know, and, and I call it venting. I call it a venting session. So you're just literally spilling your guts to everything that's going wrong, all the negative feelings you're having. It's sending calming signals to your brain. So what happens is once that quote unquote little tapping session is done, your brain no longer has the strong emotions that it once had, right? So that actually will help you shift and it increases endorphins. So I know we referenced working out a few times and it's like, you know, they talk about that runner's high or like, you know, that high that we get after we work out. That's typically because it's released endorphins. Well, tapping does the same thing. So even if nothing, I mean, the only two things you have to know is that it's going to basically halt the bad feelings and increase the good feelings. That's all you need to know, right? So those are the three things that I really recommend. If somebody's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about tapping, 
you know, I would, I would really recommend them to, to shift their energy somehow, you know, for some people that's dancing, but it's like, sometimes our body needs to physically move that energy, that icky, yucky energy. Otherwise it gets stuck. And that's a whole different thing, but it can get stuck there. Right. So it's like do jumping jacks, right? Like just move your body. It doesn't have to be pretty or nice. It's like, just move that energy. And I like to do it with some music. I mean, Hey, why not make it fun? But I guarantee you, you cannot listen to one of your favorite songs and dance like a maniac and not, and still feel miserable after that. Well, and I love, I think about back. I mean, my kids are almost, one's an adult and one is almost there is that turning on, like, I remember turning on, I don't even, I think it was like Mama Mia, ABBA, and just playing the music and starting to dance when a toddler is having a temper tantrum, and then it's over. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked a lot about breath work on here. We've talked about movement and tapping. So if someone wants to just test it out, be a fly on the wall with tapping, how do they find it? Like, is it is it in a secret vault somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you can, honestly, there's resources out there, right? And if if you want to learn from me, I have a free Facebook community where I have lots of of tapping videos so you can visually see what it looks like. Like, I I mean, I have tapping sessions in there on increasing your self-worth. I have tapping sessions in there on money, right? Like, there's all these things, but it, it really helps to visually see. But if you're like, okay, I don't care about learning from you. I just want to know it. You can, you can YouTube it. Right. And, and just, you know, use your own. Of course there. they want to learn from you. How do we find your Facebook group? So it's called the joyful entrepreneur. Okay. We'll put the, we'll put that in the resources so you can, so you'll, you can find Amy McNally, the joyful entrepreneur, and it's a free Facebook group. So a free resource. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and tons of free tapping. So I just recommend getting in there. I'll add you. I'll make sure you're in there. If you just search tapping and, and the group, tons of videos are going to pop up. So you're going to get to see my face. You're going to get to tap along with me and feel the shifts and, and feel it firsthand what, what amazing experience it is. I was a resistant tapper. I mean, I kept hearing about it and I, I think it's been what, a month? And I've used it for when I'm feeling resistance for sales for asking for more money. I've used it to help in I with when I get stressed out, I love to go to the Nutella. I've used it for that when I just stop and tap. Like it's like stop drop and roll, stop and tap. And I have like I I made I had a car full of 15-year-old boys and I was like, "Hey, you guys, I'm going to show you something." And of course, they were making fun of me, but they were doing it. Yeah. So, it's been it's it's been so eye-opening for me because I used to be a runner and I know that endorphin rush. And Mm -hmm. when my husband would see the moods coming, he'd be like, it's time for a run. And I don't run as much as I used to. And so it's been a huge, a huge change for me. And like I said, I've already noticed those shifts that we've been working on. So thank you, Amy, for being on today. This will not be the last you will see of Amy on this podcast or in my life. And I am going to promise everyone here a free coaching session in Camp Elevate, which is our big group that a lot of us hang out in on the podcast. So we'll schedule something there. So if you want to see Amy go into her Joyful Entrepreneur group, we'll also be doing some trainings in Camp Elevate. And we'll give you all of the ways to contact Amy so that if you want to do a private session with her, you can do that as well. And thank you. Do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners? 
Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to, to you for having me on here. And I just feel so honored and so humbled anytime I get to share the gift of tapping because it does kind of feel like this big mystery. And it feels like this technique that either people A, haven't heard of or B, have heard of, but haven't actually like done it or implemented it into their life. And I just... I just feel like I'm the vessel here that's supposed to like scream this from the rooftops, right? And again, it, it's kind of funny because it's coming back to this is my quote unquote product, right? This is the thing that I'm selling. And it's like, this is my posture around it. I could never get get out here in the world and share this if I felt like it A, didn't benefit me, right? And B, my why wasn't strong enough. So it's kind of funny how all of this just like ties into like, when you're super passionate about what it is you're selling, right? In my case, tapping in your case products, it makes it so easy. It's so freaking easy to just share from the heart and know that, you know, so many lives are going to be changed. And even if one person, you know, gets curious and does tapping as a result of listening to this, like my work is done, right? Because they're going to go on to create such a ripple effect. So I just, I thank you to your listeners. Thank you to you. And I hope that you will be open to, to try tapping, even if you just YouTube it and Google it, like just try it and see how it works for you. All right. Thanks, Amy. We'll catch you guys next week. All right. Isn't your mind blown friends? I just could not get enough of Amy today. Like seriously, we could have talked for two hours. I know that I'll have her back on another episode. So I have a surprise for you. And we have a free challenge coming up. And sneak peek, Amy's going to hop into that free challenge with me. And what it is, is it is called the Ultimate Launch Masterclass. It is a five-day masterclass if you are looking to reignite, give momentum to your network marketing business. So what I have found is there's so much overwhelm. If you think about it, it's like a pinball machine. You're all over Facebook and it's TikTok, Instagram stories, jump into this group, add tag message, send this message, tag here, do this, do that. And there's all these strategies. I've given you many included and it becomes completely overwhelming and then nothing, no action or the action that's being taken isn't effective. The downline gets quiet because things are overwhelming. And what I have found is I like to go back to the basics, a clear path that gives you a strategy. Think about hit cardio. That's what we're going to be doing over in the Money Her Way. It's That's what we call the free challenges, Money Her Way. And this one is the ultimate launch masterclass. So you can grab your spot at bethholdengraves.com forward slash money. Get on into your spot as soon as the workbook is ready, and it may even be ready by the time you're listening to this episode. I am going to just give it all for five days, five days free for you to reignite and relaunch your business with an actual roadmap and plan. So I'm super excited. And Amy, after the episode, said that she would hop on in there and help us with some of that free training so you can get more of a taste of what Amy does in that free challenge. So as always, thank you so much for being with us today. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend and also shout it out in your Instagram stories. Shoot me a DM and tell me what's on your mind for your business. What problem can we bring to the surface? What can we solve? If I can't do it, I'll bring a guest on to do it as well. So I'll catch you next week. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today on You're Not the Boss of Me. 
I'm hoping that you found one thing that you will do today that will allow you to move forward to that big audacious goal. And I have a favor to ask of you, and that is leaving me a five-star review over in iTunes. Every single week, I read your reviews. I love hearing what you have to say, and it allows me to bring you more, to get more people to interview that are doing the thing, breaking the glass ceilings, creating what they crave, and helping you with your game plan. So leave me a five-star review, and when you do, I enter you to win the You're Not the Boss of Me swag. So make sure you leave it, and we'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks so much for hanging with me today, and we'll chat with you soon.